This is Analog Spectrum. Before you get all judgmental, sure, sometimes they record while drunk, but everyone knows that alcohol is a mental lubricant for podcasting. We're up and running. This is Analog Spectrum. This is Tony, and I'm here with Doug, and Heath is still with us. And we're we're uh, we just got done uh, doing the podcast where we talked about sequels. Now we're going to basically switch it up and uh, talk about Hollywood. Now I, I titled this video "Holly Woke." I, I I struggle with that because you know I you know I we, Doug and I have mentioned this multiple times. We don't want to be controversial. We don't want to uh, to make things political. But we have in past podcasts made comments about how we don't like the current current path on Hollywood. I think that's worth uh, discussing. And I did want Heath here to talk about it because I just don't want the, the two old guys that are kind of at the front of this podcast just bitching at each other for an hour about Hollywood. <laughs> I want kind of, I want, I want, uh, 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 you know, multiple Let's get a third opinions. perspective. Yeah. yeah. Let's get a third perspective. That's probably identical to ours. Thanks for joining us, yeah. Heath. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the confirmation bias. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, uh, we, we were just talking offline. We were, we were you know, right now, there's a lot of stuff going on in, in society. We have the Bud Light boycott that's rolling out, and uh, you know we'll probably put a pin in that for right now. But but yeah, I think I think you know maybe just kind of starting out this conversation. We don't have anything. I don't have anything planned or scripted for this uh, at all. But uh, but uh, you know, uh, and and uh, I know a law a while ago, uh, Heath. Heath I, I was talking to Angie. And, uh, and she may have even talked to you about this is that, you know, I, I started noticing, you know, this is probably like maybe like 10 or 10 or 12 years ago that uh, that every time I saw an advertisement in that advertisement, if there was a, a man and a woman, the man always kind of played the husband was always kind of a schleb. Right. He was always he was always the uh, the uh, the kind of, uh, and uh, you know, they, the he was the unmasculine. Joke, right? Yeah, he was always the, the butt of the joke. That always kind of you know strip away his masculinity, and mm. uh, and that's kind of where it all kind of started with this. I I think but Tony, that like, was right, that was all the way back to the eighties. Sure, like we were sure. seeing that in in the mid eighties. Right. Um, and I don't have any specific examples, but I, I could find them if somebody was to push me. Don't push me. Don't push me, Tony. But you But we've talked about that before. That very that that thing, you know, and it's right. um, yeah. So uh, I well, don't know. And well, I think right. and there's well, just I so feel like are you guys talking? We're talking about like commercials or, or, or movies just in and, general and, uh, just in general yeah. you know yeah so and, and, and i think also like one thing i i think there's just so much here you know that we could probably do a whole podcast several episodes just on this because because i you know i think that if you that i think hollywood has always kind of felt this desire to kind of push the envelope and you know hollywood has always had kind of a mindset and a and a, and a political position going back probably to god knows the 50s and 60s definitely going into the 70s and these things have always kind of found their way into the entertainment and i think like you can look at like all in the family or or shows like that early on that there was definitely kind of a, an agenda but i think in a way the agenda was kind of kind of enveloped in some some pretty significant and substantial and positive entertainment and and uh, and we've kind of moved into a place where where a lot of that you know that it's it's become much more towards the forefront of 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 our entertainment like where we just see a lot of of kind of messaging and and it's and it's difficult to to process but I'll also kind of say that like when somebody will say to me you know. Uh, I I watch a movie, you know, like because there's no doubt. You go back to like 19, like the, we were talking earlier about uh, uh, in the previous podcast about bedtime story. You know, you've got these two white guys, and you know they basically are take you know that you know movies back then in the 60s and 70s. You know, everybody was you know white, and everybody was a certain way, and and so mm -hmm. forth. And so you know, there's there's definitely probably a need for for more representation, but it seems like the pendulum has just swung so hard in a certain direction where it's just hard not to, to wonder what exactly is going on. I guess that's, and I kind of leave it at that. Well, and I think, I think that there's some, some of that stuff is good, right? Like, I mean, for a lot of, um, uh, people looking for roles in movies, there just weren't roles. Right. And so right. like, uh, look at a movie like crazy rich Asians where they had a, you know, it was very unique. It was a great movie. And it was made entirely by an, an entire Asian cast, right? 
I mean, there right. were there weren't any white people in that movie, which I thought was. I mean, I thought that was cool because it's um, you know gave uh, Asian actors um, good, solid, um, fun roles to play that they would you know that they would want want to be in, and so I think maybe that um, is maybe one example where where it was a positive thing. Um, and I, I don't have, I think that's good. You know, you get more, uh, and also like, uh, the star Wars recently having, um, some different, some of the roles played by, um, different actors of different races, um, that would have beforehand been all white pretty much. Right. So, I mean, I don't think that part of it's bad. Um, but I do have problem where I have a problem is the way the stories are told sometimes and how, uh, PC, we, we've made things and how we steer away from things like, you know, all in the family and, um, you know, where, you know, we don't want to trigger people because we're being too, too hard this way or that way. But I also think that that's not very real, you know, cause look, I mean, when, when the three of us are sitting around uh, shooting the shit, we, have, we, we talk a certain way, mm-hmm. you know? And, and then when you portray that in a movie, if you don't portray it in the way it, you know, it's actually going down, then it's not, it's not real. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think also you mentioned all in the family, which is kind of interesting is that, you know, the, the attack and, and it's a great, and I'm glad you kind of uh, pivoted off of that because, uh, because the way, the way Archie Bunker was, he was clearly the, the antagonist in that, right. He was the, he was the individual that was, that was, uh, you know, that was my granddad. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> and, and, okay. So and to, to say that he was your granddad, there were things about Archie Bunker while he was clearly a racist and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, he had, and he, and he, you know, struggled, struggled with so much. He was still, mm-hmm. he still had positive traits. He loved his wife. He loved his daughter. He loved his family. Uh, you know, uh, he held his people- son-in-law accountable. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. Know, and, and they ended up chucking me yeah, under right. the bus too, by the way. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. but uh, uh, in later in later seasons, but the uh, but yeah, I mean, he, you know, nowadays when you see you know that that you know white male in a show, he's got no. They, they make sure that he's got no redeeming quality. Like he's mm-hmm. he is strictly a uh, you know he is a he is the focus of ire, and to give him anything that maybe would would elevate him above, you know, being the 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 biggest bad that be guy. Like- Modern Family, yeah. Well, Modern Family's. I've I've watched it recently. Is it still? I mean, mm-hmm. it was actually really good. I mean, I don't know. It's a great show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I mean, what do you think, Doug? Well, I think I think to you know to have a serious discussion about this, the first thing that you have to do is define roles, right? So, what is the role of of Hollywood? What is the role of the advertising business? What are, what is the, what are they do for us in society? And and I would say, arguably, um, Hollywood is there for entertainment, right? And that doesn't mean that it's trivial. That doesn't mean that it's not important. It just means that it's not real. Like like um, Heath said, it's 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 make believe, right? And sometimes the stories that we tell through movies, because it's my firm, firm, firm belief that stories are literally what makes us human, right? So going back to the days of cavemen, you would – I could imagine a time when a, one caveman was telling another caveman a story about how he escaped the T-Rex in whatever grunting language they may have used. And, and that really became a way to convey information, right, back and forth between each other um, to, to help you survive, that was that was really what it was about in the early days of communication, I would imagine. Then we develop language and all of that, and you go on and on. Now we're at a point in society where those stories um, can be used to entertain us. They can make us laugh, cry, whatever. But most of the time, they, they there needs to be a point to it, right? There needs to be some kind of a, a message that, that we – the audience can kind of resonate with and whether that is, um, you know, Rosebud, Right. That, that, whole, that whole story of Citizen Kane, the idea that he lost his childhood and he went through all of the riches and all that, and none of that shit was important to him except for Rosebud. That's what he remembered on his deathbed. Poignant story, right? Makes a point. And so nowadays what I see, kind of like what you were talking about, Tony, is it, there is very clear, very strong messaging, but it, it's, it's pointed at a very small minority of society. And I think that's where the disconnect starts to happen because I don't relate. I don't relate to a lot of the stories that are out now. And and like you were saying, Heath, the way that they're being told, it it just doesn't resonate with me. So um, Maverick, 
Well, it's kind of the last movie I can think of that I was willing to pay money and go sit at a theater and buy $8 popcorn for. Uh, I, I haven't seen the trailer for a film since then that I would be like, yeah, I'll go watch that. But maybe I, other yeah. people are. Am I wrong? I like it. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's like the, <clears throat> no, we're not going to dive into the Bud Light commercial uh, conversation, <laughs> but maybe, maybe there's a point to that, right? Maybe the, maybe the, 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 the demographic is shifting so rapidly and Hollywood is just ahead of the curve. Maybe that's what it is. And we're two, three years from now, we're going to be all white guys sitting around going, oh, I don't get yep. that shit. Maybe but, we're well, doing it already. You know? that, How the, much bo- is- the, bo- the box office doesn't, 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 uh, uh, the box office doesn't, get, doesn't put they're that losing money, right? Yeah. They're losing money. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so that, that yeah. that's where all of a sudden we start to have a problem because to me, if they were making money, then we should shut up because they're doing the right thing, but they need to, it's like politics. You got to do stupid shit to get elected. So you can, you can implement the change that you believe in. Right. And it's the same with Hollywood. You got to, you got to make money so you can make the movies that you want to make. And sometimes but I mean, you don't I think, make the greatest movies. But I, I, I do think um, to your point, I think we're talking about our reaction to this change mm-hmm. um, after, because for, for us, for the longest time, um, the stories were told, from our perspective, I guess. Okay, sure. I, I right? buy that. And so, and so, so, uh, so we're reacting to that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is our reaction because it's it's changed. It's not it's not the way it was before. But I also think you know Hollywood. The when you talk about like big blockbuster movies uh, and the success and financial success of those now versus say 10, 20 years ago, um, some of that has to do, well, a lot of that just has to do with the whole paradigm shift to streaming, and you know ne- now they're making. Sure episodic um shows on streaming services like netflix and amazon and hulu Mm -hmm. and everything so that's taken over that's where people are telling the stories now um they're not Mm -hmm. you know aside i think your tony was right when he pointed out or sorry doug when you pointed out um tony was wrong tony was wrong yeah tony's always wrong (laughs) on this show maverick stands out (laughs) because that was yeah <laughs> sorry, sorry. Maverick was no, it's all good. Maverick was the <laughs> last blockbuster movie that I went to in a theater. Right. I mean, and I, there hasn't been anything. Well, to that, to, to, to that point, I mean, uh, you know, c- kind of, you know, uh, you know how you know box office is an indicator, and, you, and I do agree that like streaming plays a huge part in this. Heath, I think, I think uh, you know, and, and there has been kind of a, a shift in the way people consume their entertainment. But Maverick, you know, which was just and you, you, you saw Maverick. I know, uh, I know Heath and I, Doug, Doug and I talked about it. Uh, it was just, it was just cotton candy, you yeah, know, popcorn, popcorn awesome, mm-hmm. you know. But the, you know, had no agenda whatsoever. You know, there were there were strong characters throughout. You know, uh, you know, irregardless of of demographic. You know, it didn't matter what they were, you know, you know what what color their skin was and, and what sex they were or what what gender they identified with, and. Uh, and uh, you just you know, and again, it was a, it was just a, an amazing movie. But but there is this thing, you know, it, you know sentimental. My, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And by the way, Doug Doug did not like uh, ice the Iceman part. I loved it personally. So no, uh, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, so it's all good. It's all good. No, but no, we talked. We talked so about bad. it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's in it's in yeah. the it's in the Maverick podcast. But I really yeah. felt bad for for uh, for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I felt but, like it was, you know, exposing him at his worst. But well, uh, I well, guess I got also, him another movie role. I don't know. Yeah, but th- but there's definitely movies, and 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 again, I I don't have any 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 uh, browser opened up with a uh, with somebody's web page, but you can kind of just go down the list, like we talked about Terminator Genesis, and are not Genesis, but like Dark Fate or or the Harley the Harley Quinn movie. All these movies, you know, you know, they, they would interview, and, and I think Hollywood has this bubble. Where you know they think you know they can say, and that's another thing too. Social media is like fucked Hollywood all up, man. I think social media has done all kinds of damage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, but and what I mean is like you know there was a time where you know people that people actors and actresses in Hollywood they were they were almost like royalty, and now you know they'll tweet or they'll put something out on Instagram or whatnot, and uh, they and you know when you have you have this kind of extremely divided fan base out there, and you may be trying to to uh, uh, you know 
you know, communicate to a certain certain component of your fan base and you basically alienate the other part of that. It's just best not to not to tweet or do anything like that. But with that said, these people that would put these movies out, they would say things thinking they were being edgy, cutting edge or or, you know, really putting forward their their product. And uh, and it would just burn. the They would burn the bridge. I had no doubt that that had an impact on the box office in certain movies, you know, and, and also sure. like movies nowadays, you know, they're because because they're they're trying to do certain things. I feel like it just makes movies extremely predictable. Like I like I know like yeah. like you can tell me, have you seen like, for example, we use the Harley Quinn movie that came out. I knew exactly what that movie was going to be about before I ever watched it. There was nothing in that movie. formula. Yeah, very formulaic. And I knew that the bad guy, for example, and, and I'm really going, I'm, let's uncork this. I knew the bad guy was going to be white. I knew it was going to be a male. I knew he was going to be stupid. You know what I mean? I knew that they were going to, they were going to be able to best him without any issue. I knew the women were going to be super strong. I knew that they were, you know, they were going to be, be, uh, you know, you know, more than a match for anybody they came up against. And, uh, and, you know, the, the here, and, and Doug and I talk about this quite often. The heroes in, in these movies, they have no arc. You know, they, they, they nobody's ever going to get the better of them at all during the movie mm-hmm. because, they, they, you know, they're never going to be rescued, uh, you know. And uh, and so it's predictable. It's not it's not entertaining. And I don't think I'm a, I don't think I'm alone in that thought process. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm well, done. Think, I'm off my soapbox. I think so. <laughs> so, again, there's you know, there's you talked about quite a few elements in there and, and uh-huh. getting off of the element of production. Right. So when you right. when we talk about making a blockbuster movie like a, like a Maverick or one of those, I mean, yep. it's that's an immense challenge. It's like I was saying, you know, somebody wants you t- to make a viral video. It's 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 hard. And, and I give mm-hmm. those guys credit for the effort that they put in. And there's so many elements that go into it right and the one wild card or out of several is people's ego so whoever is funding this thing wants to have their their representation in some way shape or form right they don't just give you money here's 300 million dollars go make a movie right they want they want some say so in there so you know producers have to deal with all of that stuff they have to deal with the actors egos they have to deal with the production problems right and so on and so on but outside of all of that um, the first thing you do is find a good script. And and I think that's one of the places that we're struggling right now is the writers that are writing some of these things. I, you know, I'm not in Hollywood. I don't know, but uh, how many scripts get piled on somebody's desk and they look at them and go, yeah, nope. Yeah, nope. Yeah. And oh yeah, let's make this one, but let's change this to this. And they, so that whole process of, of, of creating the story to, to be made into a movie, I think is one of the, one of the parts where we're falling down because I feel like that's the same issue that we're having in the, in the whole Bud Light issue is that it's, it's just, there's not representative of a large audience. And, and this is one of the reasons that they're struggling at the box office along with streaming. I totally buy that. That's a, yes, that's definitely. Yeah. And, uh, but and I also, love, I mean, you know, we love to go to the movies, man. We love, I, I, it's it's an it's an evening because every that. time I go to the movies, we go to dinner first, right? You go to dinner and then you go to the movies and you buy the pop. So I mean, I'm out eighty bucks if you go to the movies. Yeah, we, we go to dinner. Sometimes we take our wives movies. with us when we go. Yeah, <laughs> once in a while. Every, every time we take there. our girlfriends. So. They're like this talking the whole time. Yeah, right. So you know, it's like. Deadpool 4 is coming out. Yeah. Honey, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I've, I feel like I'm ranting a little bit. I I and I'm sorry, but I also think oh, that that's like, the, one, that's what this podcast is for, isn't it? It pretty much it's is. It's a big long but, Tony yeah. rant. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys want to get in here? Anyway, yeah. uh, the uh, no I I but I but going back to what we talked about initially is I I think there was a because I like you go back and look at movies in the seventies and sixties, they were white as shit and, and all that kind of stuff. So I get the fact that there, I mean, they did make some black exploitation movies and so forth, but I do think there was a, a, a need for a, a pendulum swing. I just feel like it's gone too far. I just think, I mean, I, I think it's I important to have representation, but I also, I don't even know. You uh, first you of all, I don't even your... know if I would agree with that. And second of all, I don't even know how true that really is. Like, if, you know, has anybody done the research? Yeah. Okay. So lots of the stars <laughs> were white, and but I mean, starting with Sidney Poitier, right. That pendulum already started to shift. Sure. He was the he was the first black guy that had like a really big role, right? And then it started to shift from there. But there's plenty of and, and plenty of stars that are multiracial and all of that. And then uh, one other thing that I forgot to say earlier, that I wanted to mention to your point, Heath, about perspective. That's I think the more important discussion. I think because whether the actors or actresses were white, for example, uh, the spinoff from All in the Family was um, the Jeffersons, right? 
that was a black family, but it was told from a white perspective. They they did not live like your average black family in the 70s, right? They lived in an upper class apartment and George made lots of money and all of that. So that wasn't told well, from what, that perspective. Who, the audience they were trying to relate to was white. Yeah, absolutely. Largely. So so yeah. I think that's a more valuable discussion is is what perspective are these films coming from uh, right. and our entertainment? What perspective is it rather than what color is the actor or the actress or what nationality is the actor or the actress? I think that, that perspective right. is a more important discussion to have. And I think also it comes down to the kind of roles for, for actors and actresses, you know I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but don't I you mean, think that's like wide open now? Don't you think like – I do, but I also think, you know, how many great roles are there for uh, some of these leading um, actresses who um, turn 35, 40 years old, and then some of those roles kind of dry up? And, but that's um, always been the case. It's 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but, yeah. but yeah. I mean, you know, that's something, whereas old aging, you know, you get Robert Redford and, he's, and, and Clint Eastwood in their 80s, and there's role, there's shit. They could make a movie every six months. Yeah, but that's, that's, that, has to do, that has to do with their history, right? I think it has more to do with their history and their, and their name recognition than it does the fact that they're a white guy. I mean, so for example, Oprah could go, she could get a role tomorrow yeah. if she wanted one. Could be in yeah. anything, you know? Yeah. Maverick. She could have been Maverick. She well, could have been Maverick. It, <laughs> I'm writing a screenplay right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't watch the shit out of that movie. But I mean, it, you were talking about uh, the producers and, and right. you know, which is really the, the money, you know? Mm-hmm. So in order to fund a, a movie and a, take a script and, and turn it into a movie mm-hmm. and hire a cast and do all those things, you know, there's a lot of risk, financial risk involved sure. and they're not going to, they're going to go with the sure things, right? They're going to go with the stories that they know they can sell and make right. the movies so they know point, they can. So to that point, why, why are they faltering then? Why is it – why why is there a producer that is willing to remake Little Mermaid and make the mermaid a black girl? What, what value does that add to us as a entertainment? I mean there is a segment of people that will go, hell yeah, I've been waiting for that to happen. But I think that's a small segment. So is that producer doing the math and figuring out like, okay, it's worth it. I'm going to make money if I make this. Or are we just the people on the outside of that uh, now – and and they are smart and they are making money on it. Well, okay. So my point, they, my, right? but my point is, it's that's just like our last podcast. That's a remake, and that's already a risk, right? Mm-hmm. And then to change the 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 nationality of the main character of this of this story is another risk on top of risk. So I, I mean, again, I'm not saying that I'm right. What I'm saying is that is there there's clearly there's a producer that's willing to say, "Yep, I'm going to put up the money for this." Um, and and how is that? How, I would I would be curious to know about the the decision making behind it. That's all, and I'm yeah. not saying the movie's going to be good yeah. or bad or whatever. It, I'm indifferent to that. The point is that you know there's there's how many choices does that producer have to spend that money? Why did they choose to make that? And I think this is where it starts to go like well because it suits an agenda that that person believes in. And well, then, just real so quick, I mean, you say that you're indifferent, but everybody needs weirdly. to know that you do have a little mermaid tattoo. I do. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Dude, oh, sorry. Well, I, well I, on, that, on that note, I mean, I can kind of – I mean, I think – well, I think there are certain things that have happened and Hollywood's always going to run. I think – well, OK, OK. I think ham, Hollywood's always been somewhat ham-fisted about their approach to – diversification sure. right they they you know they they you know that you have producers who are probably look look a lot like us and they're kind of like hey let's you know you know the kids the kids are really digging that rock and roll now let's go ahead and put some rock and roll in this movie you know and and they they don't they don't really you know they're not their finger that's really is on the pulse but that's the but natural what, what, bias thing that we yes, all have yes. right but but yeah. but with that i also think like like uh you know you talk about like you know uh you know changing race on certain characters i think one of the arguments about that was uh, was you know to make you know that that because I and and, and we, you I mentioned this and you said you had disagreed I do think you know for the most part Hollywood up to a certain extent was mostly white I think yes there definitely was roles for people you know like like you know mm-hmm. but 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 you know I think there's that argument that you know uh, we need to have more that was one hundred percent. What's yeah, that? I mean, it, well, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like yeah. you go back and you see any um, American Indian was a guy with it was, it was a white guy with a, yeah, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> and, I mean, but, that's how it was done for ages. But, 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 and, and, uh, and, but don't you miss it. No. When did that start to change, though, is what yeah. we have to ask. But, but, but I, guess my, I guess what I was saying was that, uh, that there, there is this kind of need or desire to, uh, to uh, make our, our – I think there's a belief that there's a need for there to be characters that are, are relatable to a larger demographic. Like in other I words, like one hundred percent agree with that. I agree yeah. with that one hundred percent. But right. I mean, uh, again, I, and I'm just using this as an example, and maybe it's a poor example. But why, why change the nationality of the Little Mermaid? What what value does that bring? There, there are other good, solid, uplifting characters. Um, right. that haven't yet even been exposed. And then that identity at that point can then belong to that particular character instead of, instead of I don't, what's the, the cultural, cultural appropriation thing. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I mean, something like, it's what it feels like, you know? And it's like, it doesn't make sense were, to if me. You were, I think a lot of it has to do with if you were a minority uh, growing up and you were used to seeing Disney movies and the princess Ariel is always portrayed as a, as a white uh, yes. girl, then, you know, and those stories were always told and the characters were always made up of white actors and actresses. Right. Then, um, you know, uh, from your perspective, you maybe want to see that story told uh, with yeah, African American. I, I mean, I th- and I think that, that's but- where, and kids and uh, growing up and seeing those roles, because, um, you know, I think that's important. There's some importance to that. Okay, but let me ask stories. you this. Let me pause you there for a second. Is it is it not more valuable to create a new character that represents right. that audience? Like, why does that have to be a Little Mermaid? That's that's okay. Here's but, the here's the problem. I get it because I, I, I think that's because um, we're just, just not creative enough. There you go. I've just discovered the problem. The problem is they're freaking lazy and and they're not coming up with new shit. They're stealing old shit. And I don't mean they as in, you know, I'm I'm talking about in general. Like how many movies are just terrible, terrible remakes of previous movies? How many more Rocky movies do we have to watch? Exactly. The Terminator movies, right? Three more. more. So, yes. I told you you there's another Terminator movie coming. But I think think to your point, you're you're asking why why would they make i i think it's because look we've told this story and we know this is a good story so we're going to repackage it and 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 sell it off again sure Uh, and 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 i think the risk is lower with that than it would be if hey i've got this all new thing we don't Mm, know yeah right and so i think that's where the producers are like Shit! This was a vehicle, a money-making vehicle for us before. Sure. Let's trot. Let's trot this thing back out there with well, a new cast. And, yeah. and, I, and I do think. I do think that uh, that ho- again, Hollywood a uh, is a one-sided vacuum. I think if you if you go into a writer's room or find a group of writers, I don't think there's any kind of. Uh, I think we, we talk about the need for diversification and the need for need for representation. I doubt in most right rooms where they're coming up with new IPs and so forth that it's that there's a lot of different. Uh, uh, unique thought in that. I think most individuals have kind of a very similar thought. So just almost like we, we keep hearkening back to the, the Budweiser situation, the Bud Light thing. I think, you know, there wasn't that voice that said, I think it's a bad idea. I think, I think, I don't think it was somebody that said, you know, or like, you know, we need, let's just, let's just use, you know, and Disney. Oh my gosh. I mean, Disney's probably at the, the tip of the spear. I don't think, you know, you know, there's people in Disney that'll say, Yes, you know we have all this all this property, you know this this very deep, uh, you know uh, resource of of stories and characters and so forth. Let's just use what we got, and nobody's nobody's saying. I think that's a bad idea. I think uh, I think that everybody's just not kind of on right. board with it. Yeah, so right. maybe but, I think uh, I do. I do agree. Tell me, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong on this. Maybe what we're searching for is either truth in the language that we're using or a different language. So in other words, the, the language that we keep hearing is inclusion, but the three of us being middle-aged white guys are excluded, right? Yeah. So if you're going to include, include freaking everybody, right? I'm totally right. down for that. Like, well, and also, you know, you guys, also, hey, I mean, you, no. guys, you guys were all in the military and you, you right. had, I know you guys had the same experience I did. You get to a ship, you get thrown into a birthing area and guess what? 
there's Christians, there's Muslims, there's black guys, there's white guys, there's Puerto Ricans. There's a, and you live with it and you learn to cope and you learn to tolerate. And then guess what? Who's the least racist person out of all of us? All of us, right? Because we all, we all, we all learn that we're different, and we all well, it's have exposure. Value. Pardon? Yeah, exposure. I think, you're, I think it's, it's exposure, it. right? Yeah. It's you, you, you. I think when you see other cultures and religions, and you're around people, you realize people are all pretty similar. Yeah. You know, when you get yeah, right down wanna, to it. Yeah, uh, man, we want to feed our families. We want to be right. happy. And in Mexico, we celebrate Fiesta. In America, we celebrate the Fourth of July, and da 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 da, da whatever else, right? right. And so, so when, when the language is thrown around as inclusion and diversification and all of that, like it needs to be legitimately inclusive. I don't have any issues with that whatsoever, but right. it can't be yeah. sort of inclusive, you know? Well, and I will say, I will say, you know, they're, they're, they're never going to make a movie that, uh, that is inclusive to all, but it does seem like that, that most, most everything that's coming out of Hollywood right now is, is targeted towards you know, a certain demographic, right? In other words, like, like you were just talking about us as, as who we, you know, who we are, like the last movie that spoke to us was Maverick. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everything else is, 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 you know, I don't really seem to have a, a, I mean, like a Kate, well, maybe that's not completely true. There's definitely, (laughs) don't even get him started on John Wick. Don't get his ass started. What are you talking about? What does this come from where I don't like John Wick? I like, John Wick was great. And then they just, like many other, yeah, you just gotta accept it for what it is. Yeah, it's, so it's the first candy. time was good, but then after that, it's like the same. You know, they yeah, same right. old Hollywood trick, right? They're just milking it and milking it. Yeah. So that was In my the only best problem. Best way John possible, Wick. man. And Dude, I John Wick John, Three I was did, amazing. I did kill guilty, guilty, guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. but That's well, but even like I mean, like uh, there's definitely things that pop up on Netflix, and 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 I'm pleasantly surprised by them, you know. But it does seem to be fewer and far between. And like I said, I think I think there's a kind of an agenda and it's, it's hard to work around that for me. So, yeah. And I'm okay with, I'm okay with a movie not being perfectly suited and made specifically no. for me. And, and I'll give you the perfect example of that. I was just sharing this with somebody the other day. <clears throat> I think I told you about it, Tony, um, Enola Holmes. I yeah. think it's on yeah. Netflix yeah, and it's yeah. about, yeah. And it's about Sherlock Holmes's little sister. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a feminist movie, like from a, from an outsider's perspective, it was uh, all the guys were neutered in there with the exception of Henry Carville as Sherlock Holmes. As Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. He was clever and he did fight a little bit like, but he held his own, but you know, in any other Sherlock Holmes movie, he would, he would be the star. Right. So, but I get it. This wasn't about him. So they, they downplayed Henry Cavill. him a little okay. bit. I'm sorry. You said yeah, Henry Car- 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 Cavill, when it's Superman, I'm sorry. right? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Witcher. The Witcher. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, so the, the, the point is <laughs> that as you sit through that whole film, it turns into this really feminist movement, right? Mom was blowing up parts of London to, you know, move the suffragette movement forward and all that kind of stuff. But it was woven into the story in such a way that it was actually entertaining. I enjoyed it. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Um, so I tolerated that and, and didn't even dislike it. I even recommend it to people. So cool. That's great. Um, but in lesser made, I guess, lesser made films or films that push that agenda too hard without the quality that that's involved in the rest of the film. I think that starts to bug me because mm-hmm. I did think that was a, just a really well made and the actress was great. I thought she was wonderful. Yeah. yeah the kids like that one. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Well, what about to... I got kind of an exception? Uh, oh, I was thinking of Pennyworth. Oh the, God. Uh, the, I love Pennyworth. That, yeah. But I thought that one was, um, you know, maybe, um, you know, didn't, I, I don't know that that, that was more told from our perspective. Yes, it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it's funny because Doug, Doug and I did, Doug and I did an episode two. on Pennyworth, by the way, season oh, one. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's good, yeah. good the stuff. First, the first season was great, I thought, and the second yeah. season started going down. I couldn't even get through it, so. Yeah. It got a little bit. Yeah. The first season was amazing. What's her, what's her name? Uh, Beth? Uh, Beth? Beth. Oh, oh she was great. You know, her yeah. character. And again, yeah, again, that. super strong female character, very nuanced. Yep. Loved it. Yeah, you know, definitely had an arc. Crazy. <laughs> but crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're so, all right, Dooks. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So Manc- that Mancurian accent just uh, yeah. loved it. I was going to say that was a pretty good Irish accent you did there. Yeah. yeah that, that, <laughs> you know, he, Manchester, he, that, that, England. Well, if I, then I messed it up. 
<laughs> See, that was a be. joke. Yeah, right. sorry. sorry. I went too fast for you no, there. No, right over my head. <laughs> well, that's that's that's, that's East DNA, by the way. So uh, he's yeah, uh, right. he's, he's, Eng- he's English as hell, man. So, but uh, right. <coughs> well, yeah, right. yeah. Mom, yeah. Yep. Yeah. mom's from but, Liverpool. Yep. Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool. Well, I do have another bone to pick, though, and this is this is an example of of what we're talking about—the Hollywood wokeness thing. Um, did either of you guys watch The Last of Us? Yes. yes. Did you Some play the, the game? First, first couple episodes. No. No. Okay, so in the game, there's a character. The two of these, the, 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 they kept pretty damn close to the story of the game. Right. Even some of the shots, the camera angles, all of that was just like the game. They did a great job in most of it. In the game, you get to a certain point where you meet uh, this character, and he's a grumpy old bastard. And, you know, you play, for the most part of the game, you play that teenage girl. Right. And um, so there's part in the game where uh, the two guys are talking. And again, this is a perspective shift. Right. You're the teenage girl and you're roaming around and the guy keeps yelling at you. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. And he's a prepper and all that kind of stuff. And you end up stealing a comic book from him. He's got some comic books. You end up stealing a comic book. And that comes in later in the game because it's one of the things you have to do is collect comic books throughout this little Easter eggs, you know, in the film. They gave that guy, he was a short part of this game, and they gave that guy an entire episode, and they made him gay, and they were very, very uh, obtuse about, or that's not the right word, overt. I remember this episode. Yeah, yeah. They showed this guy laying in bed, getting ready for gay sex. And I'm like, wait a minute, man. That is too far off the path. Right. That was nowhere in the you could say that, oh, yep, he had a great relationship with this dude that he rescued and that's all and leave it. But it just went so damn far. It was like I almost stopped watching the series. Uh, I gave it another episode and they kind of got back onto the story of the game. And so I kept watching. But um, it's that kind of stuff that's like, come on, dude. Why? 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 Is there a need for that? I don't get it. Well, and yeah. you mentioned that. You mentioned that like like a. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, no, no, I, well, think I don't know. I, I don't think know. there's so, much so, more of that though. Yeah, uh, no, no, I was yeah. about to say I I uh, I watch a uh, Ted Lasso on Apple TV. Have you watched Ted Lasso? Yeah, which is pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It's just a it's a kind of a comedy, kind of a dramedy more than anything about it. And it, and it's it's interesting because it's based on a uh, a commercial they did for uh for Keith's a huge uh, soccer fan, you know, like. about about uh, about football in England and they and it was a commercial in where they uh they took a I forget the actor's name, uh, but he played a college football coach and he went over to England to coach soccer. Right. And so okay. it was this kind of fish out of water thing. And it was actually the commercials are very funny. And they ended up making a TV series out of this. Right. And the TV series is actually pretty good. I, I watched the I'm, I'm watching it now. But, you know, in season, I guess they're season three or season four now. They they introduced uh, a gay character right out of the gate. And one of the main characters they- who was who was a female is now is now uh, is now experimenting with be, being a lesbian and you're kind of like that is a lot to unpack you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know like why why would this character who's otherwise heterosexual suddenly decide to be to be gay you know and uh, mm-hmm. and and i just think that again i i think it's it's less about story and more about agenda so that's what I do. I think so. But I also think it's three middle-aged white guys reacting to shit that's going on and perspective. I, this know, is a pers- I, I, I do think there's, there's, um, you I know, don't, I, I don't disagree. It's just, yeah, so. it's so, um, pervasive. And right. I mean, almost you can pick any show and that mm-hmm. the, this type of stuff, but right. I, I do the, the episode that, um, that Doug brought up on the last of us was really, wow. I remember watching that same episode and being like, Wow, they're really uh, putting shoving this in my face, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I mean, well, so they're, they're, they're obviously they're, trying to make a very is, hard point about this. Yeah, and to me, it's like it's not even it's not even about gay. I don't care. Right. Like Philadelphia, for example, right with Tom Hanks and and uh, right. what's his face. It was it was part of the story, and it was it it made sense. I watched it. I enjoyed the movie. It was great. But this was nowhere anywhere in because I was very uh, I was into that game. That game was great, man. The story was the thing I kept telling Tony about. You got to play it. You got to play this awesome story. And then yeah. all of a sudden this pops in. I'm like, what the well, shit? Well, it's like they got to check that box. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I, it's, it's like, awesome. how do we get away from that? How do we yeah. how do we go back to 
Because, I mean, I don't, I'm, yeah, I'm but, not talking but, about but, segregating he, entertainment, but the point is how we can have shows with and about gay people, with and about white people, with and about Puerto Ricans and blacks, blah, 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 blah. and there can be some that where all that stuff is mixed in, but the shit has to make sense, man. You got to right. like, it's the also, story. is. The you, got, you got to understand, Heath, uh, you know, you, in that game, you play a teenage girl and Doug likes to pretend he's I was a into it. I was into it. Who do you think got Dylan Mulvaney started, motherfucker? <laughs> Doug, Doug doesn't leave that shit alone. I mean, sometimes I go there and I go, my God, God my there's a lot of Hello right? Kitty shit in your house, bro. Yeah. A lot of Hello Kitty shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to talk about it. That's so. Tony's white guy reacting. That's, that's Tony's <laughs> tramp stamp. <Yeah. laughs> hey, man, that thing hurt, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I think that's for my real frustration is that that, that they're, they're sacrificing potentially awesome stories, good entertainment for for things that there are, are yeah it's agenda yeah, for agenda exactly. but, but it's but it's yeah. transient and it's thin and it's not going to hold up they're they're doing themselves and all, everybody involved in the project a disservice i think right uh, that's what i think but but you like i do agree also with yeah. what he said is that this is three white guys bitching about it yeah. so and well I, and i also i think deny that yeah um, yeah uh, you know, uh, you know, we don't know each other well, Doug. But but in listening to you and in listening to you, uh, in other podcasts, I think you're a much more critical viewer than than maybe I am. Like I watch stuff, and I'm, I, like you know, I can go in for John Wick four and suspend. I can turn my brain off and just right. watch a bunch of action, right? right. Not really overthink it. And um, and so I think there's some things that appeal to me just because I'm kind of a dumbass watching some of this well, stuff. No, it's that suspension of disbelief that's, that's yeah. I mean that's what that's what moviegoers uh, that's what they seek you know it just I think my 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 bar for that is pretty high because mm -hmm. I, I I do I, I critically think a lot and it's hard but I tell you what when a movie Which, has the ability to do that for me for, I'm all in man I love it right. it's mm -hmm. great yeah, yeah. Well, I talk to a, I, a lot of people you know you talk about movies with and there are a lot of times where people get more critically into what was done right, what was done wrong, and those mm -hmm. sorts of things. And I think then there's schmucks like me who just, yeah, I just, I just really like that Javier Bardem putting that <laughs> <laughs> that pneumatic. Yeah, well, uh, well the, the nail yeah, or whatever thing was. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I think what's also hard about this is that, like, when we talk about what you're talking about, like in Last of Us, uh, it really, like, it very much could have been put in there. Uh, for for you know re, you know artistic reasons and they really were trying to deliver a certain concept or message and so forth but what's hard is when things like this you know when when you when you start when you start witnessing it it's hard to to not see things you know what i mean it's hard not to right. look at something and say you know is this is this a, a true effort to to move the story forward or is it just a an opportunity to insert something in there to to deliver right. you know uh, and that's message. kind of my point because they yeah. could have made that point um, they could have made the point that they made it an entire episode. They could have made that in three minute segment mm -hmm. and, and, and it would have, then the story could have carried on, but it was really like you hit the pause button and it wasn't even like a backstory. It was just like some weird side segue. Yeah. Yeah. For a whole like, episode. And, then, and then at the end, they, 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 they were dead by the time that the, that, uh, the, the, the hero got there and they just looted their stuff and left. And I'm like, that's again, a complete travesty from the actual story. Cause they had to negotiate with this guy in the story in the game. And, and it was a little tense. I mean, that was one of the moments in the game as a player where you were like, Oh shit, is this dude going to like, I'm going to have to kill him. You know, it's a game, you know, he's not going to kill you. But so you're thinking like, I'm going to have to blow this dude away now. Cause she was just flirting with being able to get guns and stuff, you know, as she, mm -hmm. as her, mm -hmm. as her character arc kind of went up. But, uh, but yeah, so I was, I was bothered by that. And it, like Tony said, once you kind of recognize it, it's hard not to see it. Um, but yeah, I don't know, but I will say to your point, Heath, I do look at things critically, but I'm seeking out the, the 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 things that can trap me and get me you know and and and, oh. and really let me fall into the movie and la femme nikita like we mentioned last time that oh, was yeah. one of them oh my gosh right. man that well, one well, also, 
authentic. Yeah. 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 Also, to your, your point, though, is like, you know, we, we are, you know, uh, a character for me to, to, to embrace a character, it doesn't have to be a middle aged white guy. It could be a, I mean, right. yeah. there's all kinds of characters that, like, there's mm-hmm. all kinds of characters that are not middle aged white guys or white guys that, that I'm completely on board with. I mean, one of my favorite yeah. movies ever is Aliens, and, and that's Sigourney Weaver, right? I mean, and, yeah. or, or, or Terminator, you know, Sarah, and Terminator 2, Sarah Connor, you know, oh, amazing. Sarah Connor. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. You know, so uh, so uh, so. And, but I mean, you know, and- like, uh, like, what was that movie with the two little two little kids? Uh, shit, it's a famous. I think it won Oscars where he dies at the end because he was allergic to bees. The cute little blonde kid. Oh, uh, my my girl. My girl, yeah, my yeah. girl. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. another that one. That's like Anna Chomsky. Yeah, was that wow. who that was? That, uh, Chomsky. Yeah. <clears throat> Good look at you, man. I know. Golly, right out of nowhere, man. Boom. Sorry. <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> no, dude, no, dude. No, it was he, he just went full Rain Man on us. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> 236. 236. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all those like, I, I, and I'm with you. It's to me, it's about the character. It's about the, it's about the story. Yeah. And it's about the, you know, can you relate to that character? And, and to your point, Heath, maybe it is, maybe it is that I can't relate to a black little mermaid. And that's why I'm not on board with it. But uh, I don't see it that way. I see it as they're ripping off a story and, and, uh, there's they're stealing it and changing it right. just to, to make a few bucks and and to try to make some kind of a point but I don't know well also I, I think know, I, mean, I think I think the, the, the race swapping of little mermaid comes uh, at the tail end of a lot of that happening too so yeah. so after, after a little while you're kind of like wow you know uh, I know yeah. that there's a uh, there's a uh, uh, kind of this conspiracy where you know, if you look at like a lot of like white redheaded characters in Hollywood have been race swapped and, you know, and there's a list out there of like 40 or so characters that have all been uh, gone from like a, you know, white redheaded male or female to a race swapped character. And so if you, so if you're at kind of the tail end of this after a little while, you're kind of like, wow, that's a lot, you know? So, yeah. I have a, a great example. Listen, I don't know if you guys um, uh, read the books, um, uh, Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time. It's a fantasy no, no. series. Mm-mm. Well, they just, they just remade or they made uh, it into a, a show on Hulu or Netflix. Right. And, it was um, on, it was Prime. It was on Prime, wasn't it? Or was it Prime? Yeah, Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it was a yeah. really long-winded fantasy series, like kind of Lord of the Rings type uh, story, mm-hmm. uh, with ton of characters. Really, really cool, cool series of books. But when I read the books, um, the characters were were all sort of white Middle Earthy type characters, right? Mm-hmm. The in the uh, in the show that they've done on on um on amazon it's all african-american actors mm-hmm. and so they took and it was like and, and watching it and it's really well done and i mm-hmm. thought you know they do doing a good job on the on the uh the show and everything i like it but i remember looking at that going oh that's that's cool it's just different but and i didn't see i guess when i read the books i didn't uh, read the books and that wasn't what i pictured in my mind right but now they're retelling that story and i remember thinking oh they've obviously you know this is a vehicle for african for a different cast you know right different well, people no to different- get into. and and it's cool i don't have a problem with it uh, but i but um it's just not the the way the books um I don't know. That's not how I read it in my mind. Right. But I guess the first question, it goes too deep, but, you know, did they describe the characters as being white in the book? Not really. No. So then, so then that's that's their game then, right? That's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and and the, the thing that I can think of is I, I read and uh, Tony's going to, okay, just get ready because Tony's going to bust my balls on this one, but I read, I get ready. Here he comes. (laughs) Just get ready. Heath here. You've known him long enough to, to, yeah, you, you won't be surprised (laughs) by this, but I read and really, really liked the bridges of Madison County. I thought that was a great book. I know. And when I was reading that book, Clint Eastwood, man, that was the guy that was in the book and it comes out and it's Richard Gere. I'm like, totally terrible casting, man. Should not have been, or I'm oh, sorry, reverse. No, it was I, Nick I, Nolte, right? Uh, no, 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 it was, uh, it was, was it Richard Gere? Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. It was reverse. I was thinking Richard Gere and it was, they cast, uh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. yeah. And I was thinking terrible casting, terrible. And I know, he, you know, they're both white guys. That's not the right. point. The point is that, um, I get it that, that you tell the story how you think the story yeah. should be told. And especially if you're the guy spending the money, right? Totally fine with that. But um, R- Richard Gere passed. 
Guess so. what? On, well, on the story. He, he well, passed so, on that yeah, story. Oh, he passed yeah. on the story. I thought you meant he died. I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah, I didn't no, hear no. that. <laughs> well, and also, I mean, they, they cast a cast a uh, what's her name for the woman in there? Meryl uh, Streep. Yeah, Meryl Streep. Doug saw himself as the woman. I did. <laughs> I tried out for that role, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tony beat me go. to the last part. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. let that shit go. Sorry. <laughs> Middle Street beat him. So. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I, I'm at the end of the day. Uh, it's just like anything. It's just like politics. Just like whatever. We don't have the answers, right? That's what. That's no, the real. That's the real yeah. bottom line. But it What's is. Up? It is a little bit aggravating that that to me uh, that that I get agendas crammed down my throat for one, and then for two, like I can't. I can't find good movies. Good. I miss that. I miss like really good films to watch. Yeah. Well, and also yeah. one thing you did mention, I thought was in, uh, that, that I kind of wanted to come back around. You mentioned at the very beginning that, uh, and I, and I think it's an important point in this whole, you know, Hollywood tran- transition was you mentioned that there's a lot of political correctness too. That mm. is a real issue, you know, and that, that transcends movies because you look yeah, at comedy and so forth. Society, yeah. 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 So yeah. he I find that. interesting. Have you guys noticed this? Tell me if have you noticed that comedians are getting edgier now than they oh, yeah. were like five years ago? And I think, I think this so. is the pushback from all of this this PC right. stuff, right? They're they're finally they're going like, well, if, you know, you can't do PC comedy. It's just not funny, yeah. right? You have to offend yeah. people. <laughs> Fucking God, God bless Bill Burr, man. The guy, oh, I love geez, that, guy. that guy, that guy's funny as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> like, like, uh, and uh, I, I still to this day, and and it's it's like he he could take something that if I said it, it would definitely offend, but he says it, and it's so succinct but so funny. Like when he was talking about like the WNBA, you know, it's like mm-hmm. it's like uh, you know, it's not successful, but it's not. It's for women. Why do you? want me to watch it you know it's for women let, let women yeah. should be watching the sport if they feel like it's it's a uh, it's meant for you know i'm thinking he's right he's exactly yeah. right you know so uh so you well, know remember the not- whole flap with uh what's that chick's name from the u.s national team the soccer team rapino Yep, and they were all pissed off because women weren't making as much as men in the soccer and all that. Well, look at your audience. I mean, this is a this is a this is an audience-driven financial uh, um, avenue, right? You get a bigger audience, you get a bigger paycheck. That's what it's about. It's not about male female. It's like nobody's watching it. That's why your paycheck is not big. It doesn't do you. I had an hour-long conversation at work with a colleague uh, the other day about that. Very thing. What, what, um, what was uh, it about? Well, it was about WNBA um, and women's soccer and the money and, and all this. And I was like, uh, you know, we both agreed, you know, they're just not very compelling to watch. I mean, that's no. that's what it, what it comes down to. It's well, just people if watch, I could, then sponsors would get on board and there would be more right, money yeah. available. That's and the that's way it, the system works. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, but it, it it's is. entertainment, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it comes Dude, down to. I, I tell you, I, I you know, I, I'm in. You're much more uh, focused on sports than Doug and I. Neither one of us are big uh, mm-hmm. watchers of watchers of the sport. But, uh, <laughs> but I tell you, I've been to, uh, I've been to like a Spurs game, and uh, holy shit, man, it is the greatest thing. You know, like like Melanie back when she worked uh, for St. Mary's, uh, she uh, she got like almost like courtside seats one time, and. Uh, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't watch basketball and it was like being at a three ring circus. It was amazing. I could see mm. why people are so drawn towards it. Right. Mm. So, uh, so, you know, that's what you're up against. You know, if you want, if you right. want to entertain people, you need, you know, that, that, that level of excitement, you know, so it's yeah. well, Nirvana, going, right. Here we are now. Entertain us. Like, entertain like, us. That, that, yeah. that demand, yeah. that beast of an audience is demands to be fed at all yeah. times. And, that's well, and when you, you get into like soccer, um, and and soccer fandom, and 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 going like you watch games in in England, it's cra- crazy chaos. Um, yeah, people. It is. I mean, it's a it's an experience. Yeah, I to went see. to rugby game in South Africa, and when South Africa was playing New Zealand, and that's their arch rivals, and it was madness. It was madness. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So I bet. But yeah, but I think uh, I think at the end of the day, I mean. 
I think Tony and I have spoken about this in the last few weeks, even is like, yeah, at some point we're just going to be those old codgers in a, in a, a recliner flipping, through, <laughs> flipping through the channels. going, oh, son of a bitch. You just be going cold, about a, shit. A yeah. Cold bottle of Heidelberg in our hand. Drinking, drinking our light and just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and, and I tell you, that's, that's actually kind of the, the kind of the end point or the end result of all this is, is everything we're saying and the way I feel, I, I, it's hard for me not to, not to take a step back and realize it's through a, a 56 year old white man's heterosexual man's brain. Right. I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, I, I know there's individuals out there that have significantly different opinions than I do. And I definitely don't feel that I'm right. I don't feel that I'm correct or right. It's just the way I feel, you know? So. Right. Yeah. But the, th the point that I was making about us being in the military is we learned tolerance and that's all oh, I'm did. asking in return. Oh, yeah. That's we all I'm asking in return is tolerate me and I'll tolerate you and live and let live, man. That's yeah. it. You know and I mean? Maybe not, maybe don't make every white guy a stupid bad guy. You know what I mean? In, yeah, in every well, movie. Yeah, so. be nice. but, uh, but we get to vote anyway. with our dollars, right? I mean, you, you go yeah. watch the movie or you don't go watch the movie. You subscribe to Netflix or you don't subscribe to Netflix. That's your choice. And so uh, at the end of the day, um, the Hollywood and all advertised, they're going to follow the money. They're going to follow the money. Hundred percent. Yeah. So vote with your dollars and that's all you can do. That's all mm -hmm. you can do really. Yeah. Unless you want to go to Hollywood and start making movies and make whatever the hell you want. You know? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's not. So, <laughs> I'm, yeah, that screenplay of Oprah. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> even better. We could make Oprah John Wick. Blade, Oprah Wick. Blade, yeah, Blade Runner with Oprah. I think there's a series of Oprah movies that are remakes. Go <laughs> back on the oh, previous that's, reboots. That's so, a remake we didn't mention. Dude, the Oprah, the Oprah we identity. Cast, we can she cast Tony she's Oprah. in the color purple. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is one of my favorite colors. So I mean, yeah. But, right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice shirt, by the way, Tony. Yeah, I like yeah, my Galaga. Like it's Galaga. Oh, yeah, like it. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. but uh, I, I actually, it's, I wear the shirt, and I do get, I do get people going like, "Great shirt!" It's like I didn't make yeah, it, man. but uh, no. uh, yeah. So, but anyway, I'm telling you, you got good taste. That's all. Oh, that soundtrack so, uh, stuck in my head. <laughs> that's Galaga. That's so, Galaga. Well, that's we're right again, right, right at uh, fifty-five minutes. This is a All good right. one. This is interesting. This okay. So I'll tell you right now. Anybody who's listening towards the end, understand that this is just our opinion. Uh, you know, I don't want to be. I don't want to anybody coming. Yeah, let's throw the disclaimers anyone. out because the truth is, and this is hand on heart. This is true as I can make it. I'm not trying to piss anybody off. It's just a right. discussion. It's an open discussion, and it's it's more questions than answers. You know, yeah, just, uh, yeah. Uh, We don't have yeah. the answers, but. It's a part uh, of our, our current day culture, isn't it? I mean, all of this yeah. stuff. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, all right. With that said, we'll go ahead and leave it there. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And I hope everybody wait, wait, has wait. a Let great Let me do one thing. Let me do one thing before yeah. we go. Before we go. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to start with Heath because we like to put our guests on the spot. Final thoughts on Holly Woke. Oh, man. Final thoughts. I'd like to see uh, less of the bo box checking. For sure, but I, yeah. I have a feeling that um, we're going to get a steady diet of of this stuff. I don't think it's changing, um, right. and I think um, we're just going to be uh, bitching and moaning about it. All right. Yep. And I think I think you're right. I think it's. Uh, I think uh, I think we're kind of in that in that world right now. I think I think Hollywood always kind of lags a little bit behind. I think there's kind of you know, and I think there's always kind of an agenda. Uh, but I, I I hope that maybe the box office does. Uh, lead to a certain way. I do not think I need. We need more old white guy representation. I just want good stories, and I want just uh, just to be entertained. You know. So, yep. what about you? Took Doug? the words out of my mouth, Tony. That's it. I do. Entertain me. Yep. Yep. Okay, give me so. give me something good and cool and fun to watch. Yeah. Blow give me, shit up. Give me oh, give me Oprah, Oprah but uh, in a Maverick movie, and I'm gonna go see it twice. Definitely in freaking uh, the uh, the whole like IMAX. I want that. Yeah, what I want. and buy popcorn. I'll buy. I'll buy eight dollar popcorn all day long. All right. And a three, a three gallon. Uh, what's that Bucky's place that you guys? Dude, oh, yeah. Bucky's. Yeah, Bucky's all day yeah. long, man. Did we, did we? Did we go to Bucky's? I can't remember. Uh no, I think we we drove by a Bucky's. Yeah. Do we need to now, okay. here, I want you to know here. that you're one of very few people that have traveled with Tony and actually drove past a Bucky's without stopping. So. <laughs> That's a damn truth. I bro. love I love the fact that Bucky's exists, and it might be the most Texas thing in Texas. 
there's pretty there's, much yeah uh, it's, it's, it's bucky's it's, and heb there's you pretty much got texas wrapped up oh yeah yep, yep exactly yeah, so. and drive uh driving with tony that's uh yeah that's part of that's part of texas experience too <laughs> yeah so uh you know and, and, and just to kind of close it out here and this is still going in the podcast Heath Heath is actually Heath currently is in seattle he's actually come down a few times and Heath that rode the hotter than hell with me and uh yeah, and so did his cool. wife his, his wife has ridden the hotter than hell with me and we've My been brother. a big bend yeah, yeah. and you and your brother yeah. ivan's ridden the hotter yeah. than hell uh so not three different times but you know twice different and uh, yeah, yeah and, we, and we and we went out to big bend and uh, actually, he's going to be back for sure. And next time he comes oh, back, oh, I want to we'll... do that again. That chili cook-off, we got to go do that again. Oh That's God, fun. yeah. So yeah. we'll and we'll maybe Big next... Bend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next time you come back, maybe we'll talk a little bit about Big Bend. So yeah, yeah. yeah so... You got to come to my store when you come back because I got the Texas store oh. as well. Yeah. yeah. Now where? So, how well, far south are you, are you? Where are you in relation? I'm actually to Tony? northwest of Tony, about 45 minutes or an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So up far. towards Austin. Uh, so my, my geography no, kind of straight north we're more straight west north. yeah gotcha straight okay. out the yeah. i-10 basically towards your house <laughs> yeah <laughs> 45 minutes closer to seattle than that's tony right. is that's right yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much I got a pinpoint yeah <laughs> all right we'll leave it there everybody i hope you have a great day Another podcast, another outro. I don't want to take up too much of your time, so let's keep this one short. Like, share, subscribe, maybe ring a bell. I don't know what that'll do for you, but hey, sounds awesome. Go to our webpage, check out some old podcasts we've done. They're all really good. I'm sure you'll like every one of them. Uh, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook. Send me an email, send me a note, send me a show idea. Maybe you want to join us on one of these podcasts. That's always an option. Uh, finally, uh, thank you very much for joining us. It's been an awesome trip, and we'll see you again next time. Mm-hmm.